What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Rap Chat Sessions podcast. I'm Classy Beats, the community leader here at Rap Chat and your host. And I'm excited to welcome our very special guest today, Michael Dion. How are you doing, Michael? Great, great. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, awesome. I appreciate you being here. I'm very, very excited about this episode and excited to hear you know, your journey as an artist and all the things that you were working on and got going on. Exactly. I'm excited to let everybody know what's what's coming up down the pipeline. It's a lot of good stuff. Awesome. Well, let's talk about it a little bit. Go ahead and get started. You know, let's uh, tell tell the people who you are. Tell them about your your journey as an artist. What got you started in music? All that good stuff. Well, I'm Michael Dion, and um, I started music. Uh, I started singing at like seven, six or seven, and um, I started taking it professionally when I was like ten or eleven. I had a my my birth father had been in prison most of my life, and I had to dream that yo I could sing. I'm going to yeah. do to take this serious and bust him out of jail when I make all this money. <laughs> so that's hey, how no, really that's great. Yeah, that's how I really started making uh, music professionally and trying to do it professionally. I used to um, get the phone book and just call all the record companies, singing on people answer machine and wow. stuff like that. And it landed me to Doug Brown and Johnny Wright um, of Orlando, Florida, who had um, yeah. um, they were Wright Entertainment Group. They were managing Britney Spears, NSYNC, um, oh, wow. Black, Left Eye from TLC. There's a lot of people um, that they were managing back then. And so that was my getaway. I used to skip school and run over there to their offices. And they, you know, <laughs> you know, that's how that ended up working out. Um, long story short, I ended up working with Left Eye and Andre from um, Left, Eye, Left Eye from TLC and Andre Rising. And wow. that was my that's first awesome. deal. And um, it trans- transitioned to Stephen Kurtz, who had just managed um, Christina Aguilera, just took on Christine Aguilera, ironically from Orlando, Florida, from the Mickey Mouse Club. And yeah. he ended up taking my career over, and we ended up doing a situation with Tommy Matola, who was then married to Mariah Carey, and that was the start of everything. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, so there's a lot of questions in there. I know you went through <laughs> the story kind of quick, but... Yeah, okay, I tried tell to us- the elevator story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good, because uh, I'll have more questions anyway. So kind of tell us about your transition from just just starting out recording you know saying you wanted to make it to to actually getting your first deal you know what was your creative process during your time you know developing your voice finding your sound i mean it's it's a long journey i'm sure i very (laughs) and i didn't um i didn't i didn't like developing my voice no i didn't i didn't understand all of that type of stuff you know that naturally Mm -hmm. from who i was around they were trying to teach me and stuff like that um, but back in back then, it was just sing, sing us a verse, sing us a hook. You got a deal. It wasn't Instagram and all this yeah. stuff like that. If you could sing a good note and you look good, you had a nice face. You're getting a record deal. You're getting a record deal. We don't know if you're coming out, but you're getting yeah. a record deal. You know, and that's yeah. how that's how it was back then. And I started. You know, Andre used to Andre Rising, uh, Lisa's uh, boyfriend at the time, her fiance at the time. Um, him and Doug Brown, they used to. I used to start doing. Lo- I used to do logos on. Um, was Final Cut? It was that was called something else, and then 3D Lead. And so I had did some a few logos for some people at studios and stuff, and 
And then um, after the, the Tommy Mottola situation happened, we they would hire uh, book studio time and hire writers and stuff, and they wouldn't show up. So oh, what I man. did was I learned, yeah, the, the, writers would, the writers would either be late or not mm. show up. Back then, I was much more punctual <laughs> than I became. Um, so I, if studio session yeah. is at 8 in the morning, I'm there at 7.30 or 7. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, they wouldn't show up or be late. And so I just started pressing record and running all the way to the booth to record myself. And that taught me how to not just write, start writing my own stuff, but um, engineer my own stuff. It was it was a workout <laughs> that I desperately yeah. needed with that baby fat on me. But that's how I ended up, you know, training myself and, and developing myself and started paying attention to myself. I wasn't the, the artist where you had to hire people to do that stuff too, because of that, those type of situations made me making me just figure out how to do this and how to write this. How does this sound here? My, oh, when I listened to the records, it was so horrible. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but they were like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But it was a great experience, and, and that's that's how, how the development went. I, I look at some of those days because a lot of the artists that I see now on TV, I used to be the, the younger kid in rehearsal for them, mm -hmm. rewinding the tape. Rewinding the tape for them that's and seeing them. Atlanta was crazy. Yeah, it was a great experience. Wow, that's awesome. And I think uh, yeah, that's an important part you mentioned, too. Just actually doing all of it yourself really makes mm -hmm. a difference in how you know you develop your craft because now now we just have everything's pretty much done for us right like you you just throw yeah. your voice into whatever daw you're using and it engineers and mixes everything for you uh, even, even the auto tune like the yeah. back sorry to interrupt you but back oh, then it was just like you could not like if they had things that could and it was called interiors. It's still called interiors, but now yeah. they call it auto tune. Yeah. But back then it was it was a box. Yeah. It was a little box <laughs> thing, and and uh, and and then it was another thing that, that a lot of other people used to use, like Dallas Austin used to use to put together to make it right. But majority of the time, you had to go in there, learn the song, mm -hmm. and get the song right from beginning to end because it was tapes it was that tapes it was tapes and stuff that you cannot go like on pro tools you can splice that let me cut that on it and it's done <laughs> you can't do that right. yeah so it made it made you actually have to be an artist back then you have to be an artist a recording artist mm -hmm. so to speak because you had to get those lines right you had to get that right and so a lot of those artists that come from that era that are not here and that are still here i respect them a lot that's a lot of noise sorry about that no you're good you're good um, but I respect them because you you know you can't do all that stuff that you can do today, chop and screw it all up and no, pull off making a song. Absolutely, it's easier. Don't get me wrong. Don't take it away. It's, yeah, it's easier. Well, it's easier. But mm -hmm. yeah, and I was gonna say it, it. I mean, it still takes some sort of, I guess, commitment to work everything and and you know, understand how different things sound, but you were doing, I mean, all of it, engineering, writing, recording. Oh yeah. I mean, mixing, that's, that's a lot for, you know, for an artist. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't trade it either. One thing I do hate though is, um, I started when Booty Loops had first came out. I started working. I started producing, like doing beats. All my, all yeah. my, at least used to say, at least, at least used to say this 
oh, this beat sound like a pin, pinball machine the way that I had. Because, you know, I, Fruity Loops, I was trying to put things together. Yeah. And stuff. But um, I, then I had learned how to sample on, on Fruity Loops because I could, you could I, I, it was um, Acoustica. I used to go to an app called Acoustica or, yeah. um, I forgot the name of this, Cool Edit Pro. And I used to, I, I learned my time with my BPMs and then I'd slice it and then I'd put it into Fruity Loops and then just build around it. It was other people's stuff, yeah. but <laughs> but I put around that. But I just, I, I lost touch with that and food, now I open up Fruity Loops and it just looks crazy. It's a now. brand like, new world. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a brand new world now. I wish I would have kept on doing that. I kept with the engineering and writing, but I didn't keep up with the producing, so. Yeah, I'm, uh, I use Fruit. Uh, well, they call it FL Studio now, I guess, to make it sound more yeah. fancy. But I use that on the regular. And I, I think I started mm-hmm. back with Fruity Loops 9. So not that long oh, ago. Yeah. But um, I remember okay. growing up, my cousin using uh, Fruity Loops. I think it was mm-hmm. 4 Fruity or Loops. something yeah. like that. And I'm like, man, this thing looks crazy. So it looks easier. completely different now. So I, st- <laughs> I totally feel yeah. on that. Um, yeah. But talk a little bit about something I don't think you get enough credit for. Well, maybe credit on the back end, but not on the front end. You mentioned your your mm-hmm. writing credits. Talk a little bit about how some of those situations came about, you know, how some of the writing that you did throughout your career. Um, I would always end up getting into, like I said, with the Lisa situation, I would mm-hmm. always end up getting into these writing camps. And then, you know, I was I, in every situation, ironically enough, I was always the youngest. Mm. So I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the dude that's going to the store that's telling, you know, all the major artist stuff. You know what I'm saying? Be in their little eyes and ears and stuff. So that got me in a lot of different rooms because I had them on my side. You know what I mean? And so those type of sessions written for Monica, Sierra, you know, Diddy, did some stuff for Diddy and the Press Play records and stuff. like So, so many records, even Black, the group Black. Um, It's... uh, it's crazy because a lot we we would do a lot of record. I don't know if you ever heard of writing. You know, you're a producer. Writing camps. We would do Absolutely. a lot of those yeah, writing and camps, I, and a lot of those. No, ahead. I was gonna say, and I'm in Atlanta, so it seems like there's one every every weekend. You know how that is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they and and I would end up first. They would take a couple lines from my from what I had because you know every artist, every writer in there has their own. They get the beat and they do what they do. But they ended up starting using more and more of my stuff. And it just became that. I just became a writer. Wow. And I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that because I wanted to sing. <laughs> I hated it. I fought, yeah. I, I fought that so much. I remember when I was working with Candy, um, what was it, 2006 or seven, And she had me, Don Vito. Don Vito had just had the number one record with um, Cherish. Yes. Do it, do yeah. it. They just had that. And um, it was me and Dean. And I was fighting Candy so much. Not physically, but you know, like yo, I don't want to do me get this. I don't want to. Do- <laughs> yeah, because can the way Candy works is like Candy. Candy loves writing. Mm-hmm. Like if she's off, Candy's gonna go in the studio from her. She's gonna get her breakfast. She's gonna do what she needs to do for mm-hmm. Riley, and she's gonna go to the studio and record all day as if it's a job. Yeah, that's awesome. I wasn't with that shit. It's my first single. <laughs> like, 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 like I was. You know, that's what I was talking about. And then um, I said all that to say, um, Dean, we used to call her that damn Mm -hmm. Dean. And um, now the world calls her Esther Dean. And and, um, me and her were, I think we were at, um, 
Tricky Stewart's studio. That was one of the last couple, the last times we worked together, mm. and we would always be talking and talking about doing it. I'm like, girl, I want to, I want to put my record out. I got this deal. I want to put my record out, and doing all this stuff. She was like, yeah, me too. But you got to be patient. I was not me being a Scorpio. I was not trying to hear that. <laughs> And now, and you know, I wish I would have now, and I'm, and I'm easily, easily I can say right. that um, because it's a lesson learned. Because right after that, I told Candy I didn't want to do it. I want to do my own thing. And Dean, she ended up getting the Housewives, and then Dean ended up getting this song called um, "Riding," I think, "Riding mm-hmm. for Maya." And then she did a song called "Pussycat Dolls." And next thing I know, Dean was she had this song called. Drop it low with Chris yep. Brown. I'm like, that's fucking Dean on the damn Out of there. And, Park. Yep. <laughs> and then after that, Dean got um uh Rihanna some Rihanna stuff. And I'm at this point, I'm yeah. crying. Now I'm smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I'm like, I should have missed oh, it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and, and you know, but it it, it bought me time. Yeah. It bought me time that I I could have saved myself. But it was something that I naturally had to go through. Right. Um, and then also I want to say coming from the pedigree I had came from, um, when you don't have, uh, that type of guidance to say, listen, the steps, 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 the people that I came, that, that was working with me in the beginning that I mentioned, like Lisa, Doug, Andre, Steve, all those people, they did tell me those type of things, but they didn't sit me down in the beginning. They did at the end, in the beginning and tell me these steps where I could have took what Candy, Dean, and, and you know, Don, all those people mm-hmm. were telling me in the beginning and um i wouldn't trade that because i, I needed that because i wasn't ready for that because god would have let it happen if i was so i was exactly <laughs> but i got a chance to see them and you know i, I, I speak to dean, dean a lot wish her um the best and everything that she's done and it's, it's exciting to see that and to be a part of that like it's so many where a lot of artists um that you know you know the industry is clicking oh, so that whole tlc candy escape and you know, being around that era and being around that movement and it was great. I wouldn't change that for the world. So I put a lot of that stuff into my music and how I live today in the music industry. Well, that was, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a perfect segue <laughs> into my next question. Again, not to sound like a, a OG, but in today's day and age, the tools are so easily available. You can pretty much make a song mm-hmm. in five minutes and put it out on distribution. But I think Absolutely. the part that is missing, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, is the networking side of things. And you just talked about how important that is, you know, how that helped you get to where you are now. So mm-hmm. you know, what are some of the things that you think artists can do today and even producers to network just to get out there and hustle like you did pretty much doing everything? Ah, uh, so many ways you could do that. Um, yeah. I'd say, you know, Social media is, you know, the number one for everybody to keep communicating. Even if somebody doesn't reach back out to you, just keep messaging them and keep messaging them and talking to them. And I still say the same thing about how I would if it was back in the day. You have to keep your ear to the ground. Doug Brown told me that. Um, mm. You have to keep your ear to the ground. Know who's in these labels, who's pulling, who's writing these checks, who's and on these projects who's greenlighting these projects know those names understand those names when you understand those names and you know those names understand their story and -hmm. what they're doing Mm -hmm. so then you can you can properly see how you can fit in with whatever they're doing because that's how it really works like you know what i'm saying in industry people get success happens in packs and usually when you have when you have a person artist or group that's successful they can into a situation that needed them at that time 
You understand what I'm saying? And so that's what I say when I say keep your ear to the ground. Like, you know, like who signed Cardi B? Who signed, you know, um, what is it, Lil Nas X? All of that, those type of... So if you're an artist that that can fit in a circle with Lil Nas X or Cardi B or Nicki Minaj, those the people that orchestrated her Mm -hmm. projects, keep your ear to the ground and see what they're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, Mm -hmm. that's my thing. (laughs) And LinkedIn helps too. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying LinkedIn helps, too, because a lot of people I lost touch with, I got them all <laughs> So, yeah. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. I don't, I don't think artists and producers use that enough because I've, I've connected with a lot of A&Rs mm-hmm. through LinkedIn myself. So that's a, that's a great point you bring up. Yes, definitely. So as a writer, say, you know, I'm trying to get my beats to, let's go way the other way and say Cardi B, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think or who do you think the best connection is to make like in that in that inner circle? Like, where do you think the best place to start is? Uh, the, like I said, the, the best place to start is the, the people that's making you green light in the project, you know, um, mm. her A&Rs. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of her A&Rs, so her A&Rs have assistance. And then a lot of the times when when A&Rs is working at labels, they A and R. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not trying to discredit them, but a lot of things that slide through the window, the door comes through their assistant, who's acting like the A and R. Right, you they're, doing most, they're doing they're most doing of the most, work and yeah, just handed it yeah, off. Yeah, and they're hand, handing it off. And then since COVID, a lot of A and Rs and a lot of executives, a lot of suits have been taking more to Instagram and some of these other like Rap Chat and some yep. of these other these sites. You know, especially Rap Chat, Instagram, and then even uh, what's Clubhouse things yes. like that they're, they're 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 becoming they're keeping their ear to the ground more so with social media now so when they some some of them have i think um earlier this year when i was filming um i ended up getting on a live with um one of my good friends now ben madahi who's the vice president of columbia records and yeah. i ended up playing a record for him and there's so many other artists get up there and you can get it straight like stuff like that when they, when these when these executives go live make sure you keep hitting get on that video get on live Perfect. with them you know and because it went from me playing a record to him at the, the top of the very top of this year to him actually call it i sent the email right off of right after we got off live and mm. he called me from his cell phone on sunday i'm like what the fuck okay that's crazy <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah. it, was, it was a it was a it was a really good situation and i'm, I'm saying that because i didn't know that it could happen <laughs> you yeah. know i, I didn't know because you know i didn't come from the social media area era right. so that was like okay and first of all I, I don't answer phone calls that i don't know and to have <laughs> yeah. ben madahi call me on sunday like yo i'm the guy you were on live with on Instagram. okay and it was that. It's just, so that lets me know and to let you know, to let everybody else who's watching this know how easy it is. You just have to keep your ear to the ground. Mm. No, that's mm. a great point because yeah. we have access to to so many people directly, like you said, through a live stream or even mm-hmm. just the DMs being open to where they can yeah. see it. And if you catch them on a good day, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go through my EM, DM yeah. and, and, and see you know, what music's out there. You just never know. You never yeah. know. Oh. Mm-hmm. that's a great point um yeah. so talk about some of your your struggles throughout your journey as an as an artist what are some lessons you learned uh because it's 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 not an easy journey to get where you are today it's a lot i can say <laughs> yeah, go ahead go for it but i just um to be honest it's, it's just so many different lessons um 
like I said, with the whole Dean thing, having patience and understanding that mm-hmm. it's not like television, like you see on TV and like people explain, you'll see like you and I, you're a producer, I'm a, I'm a recording artist, you know, you, we'll talk about these stories and it'll seem to the average person that it just was like that. But yeah, it wasn't. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> they don't see everything else, you know what I mean? And, and so say so many different situations like going through, you know, I was, I was, I, when I first said I wanted to do this for real and I got into the circle I was in, I got a situation and I would be spending money and doing all this stuff and partying and stuff like that, yeah. not realizing the people that I'm around have records out. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. They have the people that I'm seeing, Monica and all these other people, Tamika, all these people that was, in, I'm saying these names because those, that's the circle that I was in. Right. Um, I wanted to keep up with the Joe's Joneses, so to speak. So in Atlanta, I'm in Buckhead. Got my I'm doing man, I'm in Alpharetta place in Alpharetta doing the most. Yeah. And not realizing that, you know, these people have bigger record deals for one. Yeah. And then two, they're actually out. I just got an advance. Right. <laughs> so so you know what I mean? So that, that like that it was a real hard lesson because you know, you you go through a point where you think I've made it and you haven't made it yet. <laughs> you haven't That's made so it yet. So and you, you have, just have to pace yourself. If you, you have to get the things that you need, not necessarily that you want. Mm. Because it's still, even when you do make it, quote unquote, make it, it's still a lot, of, lot more work to do. So, and then you also have to think about too, if you're a singer, writer, producer, or whatever the case may be, we're in, I hate to say it like this, but it's the truth. We're in competition with each other for that spotlight in that spot. Yep. So if you're not producing, guess who's producing? Oh man! If I'm not singing and writing, it. guess you know what I'm yep. saying? So you have to every minute of the day, every, every minute of the day, every time, every chance you get, you have to practice and hone in, zone in on your craft and study it for perfection. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, I, I hate to say it like that because if, you, if you're not doing it, it's somebody else that's doing it. And you're going to look at, you're going to listen to this story and see in the beginning of this interview how I said, Dean, I was not focused on the writing thing. Mm-hmm. Had I had been focused on the writing, this girl got one of the biggest records in the country with Katy Perry, Firework. Let's say I came up with this girl. <laughs> you know, eating McDonald's. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, stuff like that, you have to really pay attention to it. Don't p- pay attention to everything you'll get once the money starts coming. Don't just pay attention on the original goal mm. you want to get here, the steps. You understand what I'm saying? And all the rest is history. That's such a great point. I say this all the time. You know, you, you just said it, but I think it's important to, to mention again. Every day, every second that you spend not working on your craft is the day that someone else is, you know, working, getting better, and they're and they're gonna grow. Not that the spots aren't available. You know, I don't want to make it yeah. sound like a scarcity thing, but why, why oh, no. not? You know, why not spend as much time as you can just investing in yourself and growing because you're mm-hmm. only gonna get better. I say this all the time. You're only gonna get better. So just you just gotta keep yeah. working at it, like you said. It, it, and also, just when when you when you're coming along with or come coming up, whatever you're doing, producing, writing, or whatever the case may be, I know I said competition, but don't don't exude. Oh, I'm in competition with you when you're in these type of situations, right. um, because it's always good to to showcase that you are a team player and you can work 
with a group of people because that will end your career faster than anything mm -hmm. if you can't work together. Because like I said earlier, success happens in packs. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can look at a record when we, as we talked about these, um, these uh, uh, writing camps. And if you're not able to go to a big, this big old house, I know one of the times I was in Beyonce's, right? It's a huge house in LA. Way. mad people yeah. are there you know what i'm saying and if you don't really if you can't get along with these people you miss your chance because how she does it is she'll take a, a line from you two lines from me and a hook from somebody <laughs> else and then just you know what i'm saying right. but if, if but if you can't if, if with these 10 or 15 20 people in here if you're getting not getting along with these people somebody's getting kicked out and i hope it's not you but it could be you so that's some things that you also have to keep in mind when you're working with people because and then also you never know who's going to be next up that you might have to say hey remember who's in that body yeah, camp exactly yeah so so true yeah. so let's talk about your music uh, a little bit more so you've got over two hundred thousand monthly listeners on spotify you just dropped an amazing track uh talk talk about your your spotify journey streaming and how this track came about it's kind of a loaded question but that... we want to hear it all Spotify has been a tricky, Ooh, like I said, yeah. I didn't come from that era, so it's been a tricky situation Absolutely. for me. Um, I, when I, I just moved, moved back to America, what, two years ago, as soon as I got, or oh, year, year and a half ago, as soon as I got back, quarantine uh. started. And I released, before that, I had released a few few records on Spotify, and I'm seeing the numbers, and I'm not understanding why people are like, oh, you're doing these numbers, and I'm like, what, who cares? <laughs> like, I don't have the money for it. <laughs> so I'm not understanding. Yeah. I'm not understanding it. But as 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 I'm as I'm maturing in this era yes. of the music music, I'm understanding it more so um now. And so when I'm releasing the records, I'm seeing I'm getting more and more traction. I'm getting more and more people talking about, oh, I like that record and this and that stuff. Um but this particular record no one in the world. I had this idea for a long time. I've all everybody's, especially if you're black, <laughs> everybody's parents, mother or father, has listened to some Anita mm -hmm. Baker. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And my mom was no to. I seen some comments under one of my records and in some of her videos. The same thing. Oh, when I hear Anita Baker Sunday morning, mom cleaning up. It's the same thing with me. And that was one of her favorite records, my mother's favorite records. And I and so was Juicy, Big oh, yeah. Juicy record and ironically enough i had wrote in 2005 i think it was for for diddy's press play we wrote it in new york i wrote an alternate version for his press play oh, wow. album okay. and i got the majority and yeah and i i got the majority uh publishing awesome. on that even though i know they probably were not taking it from <laughs> oh, me <laughs> but i had got, i had got that he ended up not putting on that but he still has the record on hold and i said well let me go back to there that era and i and i and i said i want to put that anita baker with that and i i was i sung like a verse or two of it on it and i left it alone i said i ain't gonna people gonna be like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it just kept yeah. coming coming to me coming coming to me and so i just it, I initially finished it uh what wow. three weeks ago and um I ran into this guy named alvin and one of my good friends rick st hilaire who had a who worked with cardi um, Cardi B when she was coming up going around New York with the whole music thing and um, loving hip hop yep. she was doing loving hip hop so they had a few verses and stuff like that I'm like okay <laughs> I'm like awesome. okay so um, 
I'm trying to give you the elevator story. I when I in, in the beginning before I went to Atlanta, I used to work with um this production team called the Agency, and the Agency was consisted of Aton Van Horn and Mike Molina um, out of Orlando. Aton ended up be taking this artist to Def Jam, getting her a deal, and then now he's the global wow. vice president of Atlantic Records. So I said, uh, so so these are two guys that I used to record demos for mm-hmm. in Orlando skipping school and now he's the global vice president there of Atlantic is. Records so fast forward to this this record we're talking about I'm like okay they got the verses Cardi signed to him he executive producer like yeah. okay let's do it why, why wouldn't you right <laughs> let's do it let's do it you know what I mean because I had I, I have a show that I'm working on as well but I, we're talking about that that I, I spent a lot of money on so I'm like I can't I can't drop a hundred on no damn Cardi so I just dig right on into the phone book and just See what it can see. See what I can make happen, and it just so happened um, they approved it. That's they licensed amazing. it for me for stream for streaming only. Um, and they we want they want to see Atlantic wants to see if it can organically catch on. And once it organically catches on, then they're gonna yeah. you know, do that. So I took it. I took whatever I could get. It was bigger than a hundred. I, <laughs> I, I mean, it. so many people would give so, a lot to get. Uh, you know, a feature from Cardi, so it's definitely worth the investment. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It's. 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 It's harder. It's. It's. It's hard to. To. I mean, I don't want to say it's hard, but as an artist, you you want to have the label's full support mm-hmm. with something and stuff. But I I was okay with the fact that Atlantic and Cardi they were okay to approve it and license. It to go ahead and go out so that lets me know that one they believe in it two they're still on this yeah. shit about the numbers exactly. <laughs> so, so so the numbers the numbers are, are, are going up and it's great i, I it's something this is they that the conversation has changed from initially what i just told you and i'm grateful for it, and some things that people are going to see really soon yeah, with that so, so, yeah. so yeah the moral of the story it. is everybody goes stream no one in the world every day <laughs> yes yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly oh. Oh, and it's a great it's a great track i've listened to it several times i know you had been talking about it the past well man i feel like month or so even about the release coming out and mm. and announcing it so it was cool to finally hear it and 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 see how well it's doing that's exciting yeah of course thank you um so as we're (laughs) as we're coming up on the end here what what are some key things are what's some advice that you would give to artists like maybe that are starting today or they're kind of struggling with being patient and just going through the process yeah (laughs) like all all of us right (laughs) (laughs) it's a constant grind for sure um be just appreciate the journey just appreciate the journey there's so many things that i can look back on and i didn't appreciate um that specific time and that journey of it and now as time progresses and i've gotten older and understand more of the industry i understand why that was there so um but in hindsight i want to say you know you can get everything back in this world but time Respect the time that you're given and respect the timing that it's taking to do a beat, to sing a song, because you're going to appreciate it more. You and, and never forget that you're living out your e-true Hollywood story right now. That's mm-hmm. what you're living out. So make it a bomb story, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Make it a bomb story and just, you know, just keep on. If you, if you say you want to do this and just and, and, and make up your mind, it's either a hobby 
or it's a, a goal and dreams that you want to do. And if it's a goal and it's a dream, it's a, it's a dream that you want to fulfill, just be a slave driver and work at it every every chance that you get. It's hard. My dad used to always say it's hard to be the person that doesn't give up. No matter how many times you fail, it's hard to be. I don't care what adversary is against you. It's hard to be the person that you keep kicking down. Yeah. Dang, you up again. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Keep going. That's all. Yeah, Just I love that. That is, that is, that is so good. You preach it. I wanted you to keep going on that one. That's, that's such a good point. Because like I said, and, and again, sounding like an old person, but in this society, you know, we want everything to come so quick. We want the likes to be at 10,000 views. We mm -hmm. want our streams to be up to 200,000 in one day. And what people don't see is the work that it took, like yourself, to get to the point that we're at now mm -hmm. to where... You know, you're seeing those numbers, but you went to all the writing camps. You were in those sessions, mm -hmm. maybe not getting credit. You were recording people and mixing and mastering mm -hmm. for free. All that, all that work that yeah. you oh, put in yeah. led up to this point, but you kept going, just like you said. So mm -hmm. um, that's that yeah. really is the key. And I, I love it when people say that because I'm like, yes, this is what I keep telling them. But, uh, you know, <laughs> people, it, yeah. it's very true, it's true though agree. and and like and like you said yeah. before you answered the question we still all have a long way to go you know it's a constant it's a constant everyday yeah. thing all right, journey that's awesome. yeah. all right so, oh yeah absolutely. appreciate the journey and i mean though. you're still <laughs> yeah. like you said with this uh with no one in the world you're still seeing the benefits of relationships and things that you did in the past right you know you never yeah. you never know when yeah Right, your What's friend going be like, the vice president. I could be talking to you right now. You, you're doing, and, and like we're on this interview right now. Now you producing Beyonce next. I'm like, hey, Beyonce. Uh, Hopefully, Beyonce is watching right that's now. That's the type of stuff that happens to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the type true. of stuff that happens to me. I'll meet somebody like, oh, now this yes, person. Yes, oh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, right, I appreciate I claim it. it. You, we'll, we'll be working on the same record. You'll be, you'll be on the hook, and I'll be making the in the beat and. Yeah, Beyonce will be doing her thing. So Word. let's get it. Let's I get love it. it. Um, <laughs> okay. what's, next, what's next for right. you? You know, what do you have going on? No, no one in the world's doing well. But as we just said, I know you're always working. So what's what you got? Um, I have to revise the album mm, okay. because of that record. Because nothing on the album it's, it sticks out. So I have to. I'm going to do four new tracks to revise it and set the tone for that record to fit in there. And then. Um, I earlier this year I, I've had an idea since 2013, 12 about a show. And so this year I put my own funds together and I started filming. Awesome. Uh and so I'm working with Netflix now and hopefully we they, we get clear to debut the pilot on Halloween because that's, that's gonna awesome. be the next rollout. It's called The Perfect Stranger. So yeah. Oh so, yeah, please do. I'd love to see that. Don't Brag see to everybody it? how I got to see it before it yeah, came out. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's what i'm going to do next and then i think i'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm going to record uh probably three new chris because i did a christmas album last year so i'm just going to keep the content and the music coming yeah. um especially on spotify so i'm gonna add three joints to the christmas album from last year probably with a, another feature and, and shoot another video for that and there you be ready go. for 2022 well, i love it i mean we're practicing <laughs> and especially you are practicing what you preach constantly working and yeah i'm excited to see how everything goes yeah. with their uh, Netflix deal. That's that's super exciting. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Awesome. So <laughs> let the people know where they can follow you, where they can find your music, all that good stuff. Um, all of my Instagram, all of my social media handles is at I am Michael Dion, and my website is Michael Dion Online. Awesome. Yep. So you make guys sure to me. go stream. Well, everything, obviously, but no one in the world, no especially. The world. We're, try <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> We're trying to get that one to take off. But I mean, you're already, I think it's over 200K right now. So it's doing doing very well. Oh, Congratulations yeah. to you on all, on all that success. That's exciting. All right. Oh, Thank my you. pleasure. Well, Thank is there you anything so you'd like to say in closing? Any right. shout outs or? Uh, no, I want to shout you out and um, uh, Rap Chat for having me on the platform. I think it's a great platform to, to be a, a part of and to even be have your music on the platform. It's, it's so genius. And, you know, I just want to send a shout out to you guys and for I'm doing glad, a fantastic job. I appreciate job. that. And I'm glad you brought it up because we do have some some things that we're working on behind the scenes that will be coming up featuring Michael, hopefully. So. Stay on the stay nice. on the lookout for that. It's, uh, <laughs> nice. it's exciting to see that, and we we appreciate oh, you being here. Seriously, I think uh, this is going to touch a lot of people, and this may be that point where somebody actually takes the initiative and is like, you know what, I'm going to listen to what Michael said, and you know, in the next couple years mm -hmm. or even a couple months, they see their career take off because of this. So that's uh, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my pleasure. No this has Thank been a dope episode. Make sure, again, you go check out Michael. I'll have all the socials linked okay. below. Go stream No One in the World. It is out now on all streaming platforms. And Michael, it was a pleasure talking to you.